This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Tim Beeman, also known as the Podfather. And already, I've been hearing from folks who saw that the Podfather was on the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast and know that I'm the founder of the podcast Reach System, wondering, what the heck is that guy doing speaking with some guy who must be his direct competitor? Well, it's <laughs> funny how the reach system works is when you follow our formula, it allows you to open conversations with competitors who can actually become your co-operators, if I'm pronouncing the word correctly. It's the idea that you compete, but you also cooperate in the works in, in, in the business space because candidly, even if we are competitors, we do leave gaps, and we do have the opportunity to be of service to each other. Right. And I hate modalities that cut us off from being able to do that. So we designed Reach to enable that through some of the recommendations, some of the processes we use. Now, just a little bit about the Podfather here. Tim has been podcasting since 2007. He's produced over 1,950 podcast episodes, either for himself, his branded products, or for his clients. He started The Less Desirables in February 2010, and uh, that's the name of a show, and he's missed only one Wednesday since then. I'm at almost eight years of the Business Creators Radio Show, never missed a Tuesday. So uh, I know how it feels to have that long track record. And for that, as I congratulate you, I welcome you. Thank you so much, Adam. Good to be here with you. All right. So first question. How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? Um, well, I think podcasting itself is great for the world at large. And what I do for my clients is take all the work out of their hands. All the thing they have to do is get the guests themselves and uh, come up with the content. I They walk in my studio and I take care of it from there all the way through. That's awesome. So you also kind of answered the question of what do you do? So I understand you're a podcast producer. You're also a podcaster. Um, is there anything else that we need to know so that we properly identify what it is you do? Um, I do voiceovers. I am a musician and I uh -huh. do some video work too. Great. So. 
Yeah. Great, great, great. Now, in your experience, what are three of the most common frequently asked questions you get from folks who are working through their process of deciding to engage with you? Um, what equipment should I get? What microphone should I have? What, uh, you know, and my question always is, um, because they always want to pick my brain, right? I hate that phrase Mm -hmm. because we're in this to make money, right? This is our business. So when someone wants to pick my brain, that means they want free information. Well, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so those are the questions. Well, how much will it cost to get this stuff? How do I get it up there once I record it? What do I need to record this? And do I need to know this? Do I need to know that? And the answer is generally just come to my studio, do a couple with me. Let me show you how it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll have to pay me for it, but you come do it with me. And then you can see, oh, it's not just sitting behind a microphone and talking. And how do I, um, how do, are you able to do that on your own from that point on, and if the answer is yes, we'll talk about how to get you a um, a smart system that will work for you affordably yep. for you. And if not, uh, you either continue to do it with me, or you decide that this is really not what you thought you wanted to do. You know, uh, in our podcast reach system, we have this thing called the pre-editing process, which is all about creating top quality raw product that requires little to no post-production editing. We also have various ways of looking at the what equipment do I need question, which is actually beyond podcast reach. We provide resources uh, because everybody's different. Some people want to spend $200 on a really good Zoom setup, more power to them. Some want the Hollywood quality studio. So we put them through a process of deciding what's actually necessary and reminding them that Here's an here's analogy I like to use. Uh, you probably have a few TV shows you've liked and you've watched every episode all the way through. Mm-hmm. And some of them probably had pilot episodes and then they went into the regular season one. Do you remember there were a lot of differences between the pilot episode and the rest of season number one? Oh, yeah. Generally, the characters have not been established. There mm-hmm. are uh, uh, possibly different people involved. The, the characters themselves evolve from a different origin um so there's there, yeah there's always a lot of differences the pilot's just there to get people's attention and then you go on from there sometimes they completely rebuild the the set because once the pilot gets picked up they can do it the way they really wanted to do it all along mm-hmm. yeah yep so when somebody comes to me wants to pick my brain my first question is you have a podcast and if they say yes i say cool have me on your lineup promote the hell out of the episode and then you can ask me your questions I'll give you really good answers. Your audience will absolutely love it. And if not, then that's a conversation we need to have. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. what are a few qu- yeah, what are a few questions you wish people would ask? Um I wish people would ask um what kind I wish people would ask more about the content that they're going to create. Cuz I anybody, I think anybody can can buy equipment they might not know how to use it, but they can buy it. They can set it up. They can sit behind the microphone and just talk. But that's not a podcast. That's not even a, a good podcast if you do know where to put it. So I wish people would ask me more about how to get the content better or uh, length because some people are just verbose. Uh, or I wish they would just say, hey, Tim, will you just 
do this for me. <laughs> That's good to know. So let's shift <laughs> gears for a minute and uh, get to know a few things that will help our listeners understand you better. Okay. So this is a question we'd love to ask. What would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? People who know me. Um, mm-hmm. I, a lot, I'm pretty much an open book. So if people know me for any length of time, they pretty much know everything about me. But when I first meet someone and they get to know me, I like them to know that I had triple bypass heart surgery at the age of 41 in 2012. Um, I have Tourette syndrome and I don't care to talk about that. I also, as of this morning, produced 1,980 podcasts. So my number has grown since even my bio was written for you. And by the time this goes live, uh, because this is a pre-recorded conversation, that number will be even higher. Yes, tonight will be 1982 at least, and then um, I have four more this week, and then I should be at 2,000 by the end of July. (laughs) What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? That I'm a pretty swell guy. (laughs) (laughs) I um, I always like, you know, the golden rule, treat people how you want to be treated, and I am 100% a believer of that. I'm not much of a spiritual person as far as like religion or anything like that, but I don't think you have to be to be a good guy. And I do a lot of things in the community. I do a lot of uh, advertising on my podcast for fundraisers to uh, get awareness to the things going around town. I volunteer for things, and I just uh, hope that people think that I'm a pretty swell dude. If you could go back in time, and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced, what would it be and why? Absolutely nothing. I believe, and I am a firm believer of this, that we are our experiences. And every experience, good or bad, that I have had from the moment I breathed my first breath until right this second has been there to shape who I am and how I got here. I love my life. I love what I do. I love my job. I love my wife and my child and everything around me. I wouldn't change anything because that would, that would uh, compromise where I'm at right now and my overall happiness. Yeah, I understand. And uh, a lot of people who've been on this show feel the same way. What famous person alive or dead would you like to meet? And what questions would you have for them? If so, um, I would love to sit down and have a conversation with Anthony Bourdain, and I would ask him, hey, man, you okay? Because I think mental health is a problem. Not, it's not a problem. Not having it treated is a problem, and yeah. you never know when something's going on with somebody's life until sometimes it's too late. Look at Robin Williams. Look at Anthony Bourdain. Look at um, a lot of people like that, and he is – one of my favorite people, I'll be honest with you, I have a man crush on him. And uh, the day he, we found out he died, it was devastating to me. Uh, and I would love to sit down and talk with him and uh, ask him, are you okay? I don't think enough people did that with him when he was alive. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
So uh, I guess my next question is, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Um, Knowing that when I got into this business, I was the only one around here doing it. I had to learn everything myself. There weren't even YouTube videos about how to do it. If there were, it was very few and far between. And I knew that I've gotten all this way basically on my own. I've had some help a little here and there afterwards, and that was more collaboration. But uh, knowing that it's a hurdle, and I can, even if I can't jump that hurdle, I can walk around it. I will get through it because I am a very uh, persistent person that likes to persevere and things just, they might be in my way, but I find a way around them. Yeah, I understand. Now, finally, and I know you have something that you want our listeners to visit, a website you want them to visit, and I will share that with them. But in general, right now, what is one action or one step you want our listeners to take as soon as they finish streaming this episode? I want them to, if they are podcasters already, I want them to collaborate with other podcasters. That's one thing that I've always been big about. And when I was asked about this show, I'm like, absolutely, I'll be on it because I have no competitors. It's not a competition. It's uh, a a community. Cooperators. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Cooperators is pronounced just like that. It's real simple. Yes. Yeah. And we, uh, we work together. I have a guy here in Winston-Salem, North Carolina is where I'm at who has his own uh, podcast network that he started because of me. He said that I was the inspiration for it and he started it. And it turns out that one of my podcasts is on his network. So (laughs) uh, it's syndicated. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, I just, if if you are a podcaster, uh, collaborate, if you are not a podcaster, think about becoming one contact Adam, contact me, contact somebody that does this. And get into podcasting. It's There's enough room for all of us. As I said at the very beginning, um, I knew from the moment you showed up on my radar screen that you're basically a direct competitor of mine. But at the same time, you and I have different approaches. It may resonate differently for different people. And right. my sweet spot may be different than yours because we have really owned down podcast reach to a couple of very specific audiences that we serve. That uh, And I discovered those audiences by doing a pilot program of VIP reachers and also by looking at my competition and looking at what people were saying they wish my competition would do. They wish my competition would address or all the misconceptions that were being put out there. I'm thinking, you know, there's another answer to this, like the one about listeners and downloads. Everybody says you should got to get all these listeners and downloads. Well, there's one way of going through podcast reach where you candidly just don't care about listeners and downloads now that's a strong statement so let me bring it back down to earth i i I said that intentionally for a little oh my goodness pattern interrupt value we teach our people to view getting listeners and downloads as a result Mm -hmm. rather than as a goal so you follow and achieve the goals that grow your show expand your network grow your reach and the result is the listeners and the downloads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a, you have to have 
as I've always said, if you have crappy content but good quality of uh, audio quality, then you still don't have a good podcast. If you right. have crappy uh, quality and great content, you still have a crappy podcast. So you need both of those to be good. And then the direct the direct uh, effect of that is the listeners and downloads and exactly and collaborators and cooperators yeah. and all those. Uh-huh. So as I say to our listeners, uh, you have the founder of the reach system and you have the pod father who knows which one your cup of tea is, but check us both out. See what you think. Absolutely. Now with that, um, I just wanted to uh, share uh, with our listeners. If you want to discover more about what Tim's doing, you can go to suchandsuch.org. I'm going to spell that one time for those of you who are out jogging right now. It's such, the word such, S-U-C-H, then the letter N, and then the word such, again, .org. S-U-C-H and S-U-C-H dot org. You can also find this link along with many other links associated with Tim's various ventures on the post for this podcast episode at brilliancepluspassion.com. With that, Tim Beeman, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you, Adam. You have a great day and uh, I hope to have you on the less desirable soon to talk about uh, what you're doing. I'm there. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast.